Hello everybody, welcome to Scratch the Surface Podcast. I am Real Pestaño. If you're new here, this is the space where we zoom in on the Bible and have a great time. And praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to our book series, Episode 1, The Book of Romans. Sisimulan ko to ng isang quote from Ray Steadman, sabi niya, Embedded in the pages of Paul's letter to the Romans, is the power to change individual lives and entire societies. It is a power that we all long to experience as followers of Jesus Christ. Every Christian should study and master the book of Romans. And I couldn't agree more. So, sa pagsimula natin sa pag-aaral sa book of Romans, gusto ko munang magtalakay patungkol po sa writer nito. And I thank God for this man sa nagsulat ng Book of Romans, none other than the Apostle Paul. Si Apostle Paul, mga kapatid, ay meron pong plinay na very crucial role sa history ng church. And you and I, in a tremendous measure, are so indebted to this man. Ano man ang alam natin, patungkol sa Diyos at patungkol sa kaligtasan, isa po sa ginamit ng Panginoon ay yung mga writings ni Apostle Paul. He gave us this uh, wonderful truth na naging foundation ng ating doctrine, ng ating worship, as he write these letters led by the Spirit of God. He is the inspired writer of books that shapes all our theology, our understanding of the gospel, its depth, its height, its length, its breadth. And he has been for me, mga kapatid, a, a model of ministry. I look up to Apostle Paul as one of my heroes, a, a pattern to follow in every way. So let me first give you a few backgrounds of Apostle Paul. Uh, by birth, he was a Jew. By citizenship, he is a Roman. But by education, he is a Greek. His home was in town called Tarsus. Ang Tarsus po ay kilala sa isa sa pinaka-tanyag na universities along with Athens and Alexandria. Ang father po ni Saul ay isa pong Roman citizen. At si Paul rin ay minsan uh, naging Pharisee. Kaya ang kanya pong zeal sa Pagiging Hudyo ay talagang unstoppable. At the approximately 13, uh, Saul was packed off to Jerusalem and he, he was prepared with that Jewish heritage. He was prepared for that uh, Jewish training. And he sat under the, uh, a great teacher that was well known at that time na ang pangalan ay si Gamaliel. Gamaliel has a reputation na tinatawag na uh, the beauty of the law dahil sa kanya pong marvelous ability to teach and Saul was tutored under this brilliant man. So, we could conclude that Paul is a scholar in terms of the knowledge sa Old Testament. So, in other words, <clears throat> si Paul ay merong high Profile educational background. High secular profile educational background. 
And the reason why na binanggit ko sa inyo ito kasi I want to show you that pagdating sa Romans chapter 1 verse 1, look how Paul introduced himself. After all lang mga sinabi ko kanina regarding sa background ni, ni Paul before, pagdating sa Romans chapter 1 verse 1, wala ni isa doon ang binanggit ni Paul. Bagkos, anong binanggit ni Paul sa kanyang introduction <clears throat> sa Romans chapter 1 verse 1? Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ. So in this episode, I'll be giving you the four credentials of Apostle Paul. And this is how Paul introduced himself nung grinit niya yung Rome. Number one, ang kanyang first credential ay he is a servant of Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, you don't need any other credentials to preach the gospel. You don't need to be a presbyter, to be an evangelist, national evangelist, to be a superintendent or any titles for you to preach the gospel. All we need to know and all God is looking for is are you a servant of Jesus Christ? Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 to 8, But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yet doubtless I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ my Lord, for whom I suffer the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. So sabi ni Paul, noong una, meron siyang mga titles, meron siyang mga positions, secular positions, he is a, a well-known prosecutor, pero nung nakilala niya si Kristo, lahat ng titles niya, he said, I count this all as a dung. Matthew 23 verse 11, But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. Matthew 25 verse 21, His master, his master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. This is a glimpse of how we welcome, how the Lord will welcome us someday When we go to heaven, ang sasabihin ng ating Panginoon ay, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Not your titles or anything, but simply a servant. Even Christ, nung nandito siya, sa Philippians 2.7, sabi niya, But made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. Believe me, mga kapatid, lahat ng mga magaling mag-preach sa kingdom ng Diyos at lahat ng mga magagaling na leaders sa kingdom ng Diyos, they never desired to lead or they even never desired to be the greatest. All they want is to serve. And that's how Paul introduced himself. <coughs> Paul said, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ. The second credential, number two, sabi niya dito, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle. That's number two. His first credential is, I'm a servant of Jesus Christ. And number two, I am called to be an apostle. 
So ano bang ibig sabihin pag sinabing apostle? Pag sinabing apostle, it it means the one sent on a mission. The word apostle means the one who is sent out. No, isinugo, ipinadala ng Diyos mga kapatid. Nung na-convert si Paul, mababasa po natin sa Acts chapter 9, dun po sa kanyang uh, Damascus Road experience, sinabi po sa kanyang mga kapatid ng ating Panginoong Jesus na gagamitin niya si Paul as a missionary sa mga Gentiles. Acts 9.15 But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. And here, in Romans chapter 1, verse 5, By whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for His name. So Paul acknowledged himself that he is the apostle of God. In the New Testament, meron pong primary, uh, two primary usage sa word na apostle. Number one, pag sinabi po nating apostle, ito po nagre-refer sa 12 apostles ni Jesus Christ. Well, formerly, disciples. And then, uh, after nila nakareceive ng Holy Spirit, they were sent by the Lord Jesus Christ, commissioned them to preach the gospel in uh, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the outermost part of the earth. So, pag sinabing apostle, sa Bible, it refers to the 12 apostles of Jesus Christ. But there's also a second usage or a general term pag sinabing apostle. Pag sinabing apostle, it means messenger or ambassadors of Jesus Christ. Sa Acts 13 verse 2 and Acts 14 14, si Barnabas ay tinawag po na apostle. Si Andronicus at si Junias sa Romans 16.7 ay inidentify din as apostle. The same Greek word usually translated as apostle ginamit sa Titus uh, kay Titus sa 2 Corinthians 8:23 at kay Epaphroditus in Philippians 2:25. So there seems to be room for the term apostle to be used to refer to someone besides the apostle of Jesus Christ and anyone who was sent out mga kapatid ay pwede po nating tawaging apostle. Sa panahon natin ngayon, mga kapatid, um, the closest thing na tinatawag po sa apostle in a general sense is a missionary. You know, pag sinabing missionary, ito po ay follower ni Jesus Christ na ipinadala sa, uh, ng isang specific mission sa isang specific na lugar to proclaim the gospel. So, pag sinabi po nating missionary, ito ay mga ambassadors ni Christ upang ipangaral ang good news sa mga lugar na hindi pa nakakarinig ng gospel at hindi pa nakakilala sa Panginoon. And may the Lord bless all of our missionaries in preaching the gospel all over the world. Uh, many of them are, are hiding in uh, what we call anonymity. We don't know them. They don't have a social media account. or But we know, mga kapatid, na naikita sila ng Diyos. And we pray. And if God bless us, let us support missionaries who are faithful in preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. But again, in a general sense, lahat po ng tinawag ni Jesus Christ na followers 
in general term, tayo lahat ay isang apostle because we are all called to be the ambassadors of Jesus Christ. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 to 20. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, malino doon mga kapatid that we are called to be the ones to be sent and preach the good news, preachers of the good news, preachers of the gospel, Romans 10, 15. So the first credential is Paul is a servant of Jesus Christ. Number two, Paul is an apostle and here's the third credential. Ang dugtong niya, ito, separated unto the gospel. So, hindi lang siya servant ni Christ, hindi lang siya apostle, but he is separated unto the gospel. So, pag sinabi natin separated from the gospel, means he was separated from other things. Pero saan ba na-separate si Paul? Anong ibig niya sabihin dito, mga kapatid, that he was separated unto the gospel. What does Paul meant by that? I can give you two things, mga kapatid, where I understand kung saan siya na-separate. Number one, Paul was separated from the sinful things of the world. As a Christian, when God called us to be preachers of the gospel, hindi pwede that we are still in the world. We are still of the world, rather. We are still playing and flirting with worldly things. No. Sabi sa Romans 12 verse 1 to 2 uh, that we are to be transformed and not to be conformed unto this world, but we are to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice. So sabi ni Paul, because of the gospel, I have to separate on the things I used to do. I have to separate sa mga bagay na kaugalian ko noon, pag-iisip ko noon, lugar na pinupuntahan ko noon, because of the gospel, I must separate myself. You cannot preach the gospel effectively while you are still flirting with worldly things. There must be a separation. And Paul acknowledged that, that he was separated because of the gospel. Colossians 3 verse 2, we are to seek those things that are above rather than those things that are on earth. Colossians 3 verse 5 to 6, we are to put to death our old fleshly desires. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 to 18, Wherefore come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. So that's the first thing na kung saan na-separate si Paul. Na-separate siya sa kasalanan, at sa mundo, makamundong mga bagay. Pangalawa, Paul was separated from his past beliefs, from his past tradition. What Paul is saying is, although lumaki ako na sumusunod sa paniniwala ng tatay ko, na ang tatay ko ay isang pariseyo, na isang tao na merong pride and strict adherence, sa pagsunod sa batas ni Moses. But when Paul came to the knowledge of the truth, and when Paul encountered Jesus Christ, he, he was separated from his father's beliefs or from his family's tradition. You know, I think the greatest hindrance sa truth 
is our traditions. Sometimes we cannot see the truth because uh, dahil sa mga tradisyon na hindi tayo eager to to delve in and ask, is this true? Is this effective now? Now, just to clarify, not all traditions are are bad or ineffective. But there are some traditions that you need to drop because it's blinding you to see the truth. Because sinasabi mo, wala, ito na, nakagisnan ko, ito na ang narinig ko, ito na ang paniniwala ko. You know, time to time, you have to reassess the traditions which your family embrace because hindi porket yun ang tradition ng family mo, yun na ang tama. So, ganun si Paul, akala niya yung kanyang traditional beliefs, yun na yun. He, he was even so zealous about it. He was willing to defend it and fight it, you know, fight it for his life. But because, mga kapatid, when he encountered Christ and come to the knowledge of the truth, he separated himself from his past beliefs and he lived a life until eternity pursuing to know Christ. It was such a glorious epiphany para kay Paul nung na-encounter niya ang ating Panginoon. The true saving power of grace separates, not tolerate. It means separate from worldly ways, separate from worldly culture, worldly thoughts, worldly philosophy, and you start to embrace the gospel. So, this is the three uh, credentials that I have given to you from Romans chapter 1, verse 1. Number 1, He is a servant of Jesus Christ. Number 2, He is called to be an apostle. And number 3, He is separated unto the gospel of God. What a humble yet tremendous introduction, isn't it? Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, may we understand how beautiful and how privileged it is to be called your servant. Deliver us from the desire for glory, popularity, high position and praises of men. Give us the simplicity of heart and the single-mindedness to serve you. That it's all about you and never about us. You increase and we decrease. Lord, we pray for all our missionaries all over the globe. Some are in the cities, some are in the mountains, some are in the jungles, some are in the islands. Lord, reward them for their faithfulness and dedication to bring the gospel to the uttermost part of the earth. As preachers of the gospel, help us to understand that we are separated for you, separated from worldly thinking and worldly philosophy, separated from sin and Satan. It's only your gospel that could do that. Your gospel is so powerful. Give us the overflowing joy of becoming separated for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening, friends and buddies. Please like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Scratch the Surface. Bye!